Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yo, welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast. This is episode 35. And we are back and better than ever. That's true. And having a good time and it's a party. So, um, yeah. We're just vibing. We are. Uh, we have a fun draft, a relative draft to what we do a lot, all the time. Oh, yeah. Nostalgic draft for us, but a it current is. draft for a lot of you. Um, but before we get into that, um, a couple of things we just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening and, and tuning in. Hope this has been blessing you. Um, yeah, that checks out. Uh, once again, please send us in uh, draft ideas or or just praise reports on how this podcast has blessed you or uh, random praise, things like that. Yeah, praise reports in general. Yeah. And... Uh, we do this thing on Wednesdays. We do some hip hips, and so if you uh, if you got a hip hip hooray for us to to shout out, shout out, let us know. Um, anywho, uh, we will get into the, um the old Bible part of this. Yeah, the Bible reading plan, which is day two of unqualified reading plan, um, by the book Unqualified by Pastor Stephen Furtick, and so we're going to. Read something real quick. Uh, we'll read the scriptures. Exodus three thirteen through 14. It says, Then Moses said to God, there's your backstory, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, Moses, uh, most of us know who Moses is. Moses was um, a Hebrew that was born into slavery, oppression, and his mom sent him down the river to avoid being um, killed and uh, and he ended up somehow living in Pharaoh's house um, as a son of Pharaoh's daughter, I yep. believe. And uh, so then eventually he gets kind of exiled because he protected a or fought back for a. No, he didn't just protect. He murdered a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed somebody. He in killed protection. An, killed in Egypt. Egyptian out of retaliation because of how he saw that person treating a Hebrew, right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, and so then he goes away, um, kind of in exile, and finds a girl, gets married, has a life, all this kind of stuff. And then um, God, being cunning as he is, decides that this is the guy that he's going to use to go back to Pharaoh's house and um, free the people of Israel. So... This is where we are. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. So, it's very interesting um, scripture. There's a lot of um, a lot of different interpretations of that scripture of what the I am means. 
Um, the one that's commonly used that I t- tend to agree with a lot is um, that God is whatever you need him to be. And he is mm-hmm. everything all at the same time. And he's goodness and he's grace and he's mercy and he's power and strength and and freedom and purpose and all that all those things all in one and uh and then there's a a couple other perspectives that i've thought of very interesting one that my my papa papa my papa john grandfather on my mom's side he was talking to me about the i am who i am or the uh yeah the i am who i am could be also be a statement of uh you should know who i am basically yeah like, cause right before he says, "I am, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob," and then, and then Moses continues to say, "Who do I say? What do I say? Your name is." And, and to, he's like, "Call me. I just told you." <laughs> yeah, and to the Israelite people, that might actually be kind of a stupid question. Like nobody before yeah. Moses asked that. Yeah, like they he's all just knew. God. Like God was just Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's. Sorry, God. I'm doing a jig over here. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's who he is, and all the all the Hebrews recognize that. And so this is what kind of I'm going off on a no run it a what if tangent. But Moses didn't grow up in a Hebrew household. Yeah, checks out. He grew up in an Egyptian household. Knew he was Hebrew, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was educated um, on like the history and things like that, or maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Um. Because he knew his brother and sister. So I, don't, I don't know, but part of me wonders if he he was a little naive in asking that question. It's <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. But I don't know. It's just I'm just opening up questions, guys, for you guys to think about and ponder. Um, so that maybe that's the I am who I am thing is you should know you should know who I am, right? Or maybe it's um, I'm, I think for sure it's I, I am everything that you need me to be. That's one of them. Yeah, that's concrete, and I then, think. Yeah, I think that's concrete. And the other one that I've also thought about is um, that could be a third kind of meaning to this I am who I am is basically like you'll find out who I am. Yeah. Because I am that I am, you'll see. And like because it's followed by miracles, signs, wonders, ten plagues, Mm -hmm. all these things. And so by the end of that journey, everybody knew who God was. Yeah, that checks out. So oh, interesting uh, thought process. But now we'll go to the devotional, talk about that, and then Ben will ask a couple questions. Yes, I will. We'll roll. So the, um, oh, I just burped right into the mic. Yeah, it was that gross. Twice. My bad. That's okay. I love slide. It was a quiet burp. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> you tried the whole thing. All right. Um. So it says, "I am blank," and it says, "Um." It's actually not that long. This might be the first one I might just read. You can bust it out if you feel like it. Yeah. It says, God introduced himself to Moses with just two words, I am. Typically, that phrase needs a third word to complete the sentence. But God is everything and everyone and everywhere, and he needs to be in every moment. His name doesn't need a third word. You and I, on the other hand, need that third word to anchor our identities to specific, tangible, descriptive terms. But completing the I am sentence is not as easy as it sounds. I'll stop there. Because basically what he's talking about is, you know, God says, I am that I am. You don't need to fill in the blank there because he's everything. Yeah. Like we said, he's everything you could possibly need. He doesn't need to be, I am God, I am this. He is everything. But for us, we need to fill in that blank. And um, the question is, how are we filling that in and are we doing it well? 
And this is where we have to like get out of the. There's the one that we did a couple weeks ago, the chatterbox um, ideal, which goes hand in hand with this, the unqualified ideal, saying that like I am not good enough, I am not worthy, I am blah 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 blah. And we got to get those types of things out of our vocabulary because we are enough and we are um, what God wants us to be and what He's called us to, and we are qualified and. And only because of God, though. That's the thing where we have to like kind of bridge the gap there. Yeah. So, um, anyways, Ben, send it. All right. Let's see what we got. Sending. Two questions for today. Here's okay. number one. Speed round. Here we go. <laughs> what is the importance of identity and how you view yourself in this, your personal life? Yes, it's great. Uh, the importance of identity is how much you trust God, is, um, I think, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. How much I believe God, how much I trust God. Because who God says I am is remarkable. Yeah. So my view of myself is directly related to how much I actually trust God. If I have a very low self-esteem, I don't trust God very much. Mm-hmm. If, I've, if, I have, if I'm confident in myself, that means I've got a lot of trust in God. Um, in the Christian life, I think it's different sometimes for folks out there that don't know Christ. Sometimes it's just arrogance versus insecurity. Uh, but for us, I think our identity is fully relative to how much we trust God with our life and what's up next. Yeah. If you think about it, it's like for me as a youth pastor, my self-esteem is directly related to how much I believe that God's called me to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And if I don't believe God, then I'm going to come across as insecure, unsure, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Kind of have a broken identity of myself. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. I think it answers it. I was trying to go speed round. Okay. Speed round. Then question two is why can you only be your true self while living in God's will or focusing on God rather? Yeah, because we're all made in the image of God. So when we talk about like becoming the best versions of ourselves, and then also talk about being more like Jesus, those two things aren't separate from each other. They're actually the same exact thing. Yeah. So me being, me becoming the best version of myself is being more like Jesus. Why? Because in the perfect world before the fall, I was created fully in his image, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so um, not to say I what we were God um, or anything like that, but we were um, in, that, in those moments sinless, um, living in a kind of a perfect, perfect world. Perfect harmony, yeah. And yeah, living in unity with God. And so for us to be um, living more and more like Christ is just becoming who we're um, supposed to be. So that's how our our identity, that, that was the question, right? Identity and God's will, something like that? Yeah. Um. I think that's why it's so clear in God's will and we know who we fully are is because um, actually simply who knows us better than the person who created us and pieced yeah, us together. That's bars. Right? That's what and, I was thinking about when I wrote that down. <laughs> yeah. And so like why would we try to – why would I go to somebody on this earth to, to figure out who I am when I could just literally go to the person who made me? Yeah. Just go talk to the homie who – created at all yeah it's like um this is kind of throwing it back a little bit but um 
I wonder if any any of the listeners have ever watched the show uh, Pawn Stars. Um, if they haven't, they better have. You've watched, you've watched Rip it? Rip Old Man, yeah. <laughs> so, when someone would bring something into Pawn Stars and they want to sell it, and it's signed by Paul McCartney or yeah, Elvis Presley. big famous or, person. Whatever. What they usually do is they bring in an expert to see if it's true. Every once in a while, they would just bring in the dude, the famous person. Yeah, hey, is this your signature? Like, is, yeah, is this your yeah. signature? And it was like, oh, that's a super cool episode. Oh, my gosh, you know? And I was thinking about that, and that's basically how it is. Yeah. And there's levels of it. It's like we can go ask somebody, or you can hear from somebody else, like, oh, this is what it is. And you're like, oh, that's cool, you know? This is who you are. Oh, that's good. Um, sometimes it's better to hear from a pastor, right? Because they might be an expert in that field. Like, well, who do you think I am? And maybe well, educated in that field. Yeah. yeah, maybe like this is maybe this is who God's wanting you to be. And here's your passions. I see this calling on you. And there's a prophetic aspect. Mm-hmm. Not to say to take everything that pastors say as gospel. That's not what I'm saying. Because there's some, there's some. That I've had some pastors hearsay. speak things over me that are way off. And that's because we're human and it's okay. Um, but it's just like with Pawn Stars, there's the, just someone says this is signed by Elvis. And you're like, well, I don't know that for sure. You talk to an expert and then just, you know, rest in peace, Elvis. But you, like you if, he really alive, him, but... if he was alive, if he was alive, you just ask him, did you sign this, you know? And he's like, yeah, I did. And then it's like, there's no debate anymore. Yeah. So it's the same exact thing. It's like all up until that point, there's still a debate. There's still a what if, but there's a very likely chance it's signed by Elvis. You know, it's the same thing with us. It's like, I think, I think this is who I am. And then you go and talk to a pastor or a leader and you're like, oh man, I'm really, I'm almost pretty sure this is who God wants me to be. Until you talk to God, you don't actually know who you're supposed to be fully. Mm -hmm. And once you do, it's like, there's no question. That's who I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Once you hear that call from God, chase after that, live that for the rest of your life. And that's what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Rock and roll. Rock and roll roller coaster. <clears throat> so that completes the speed round. <laughs> yeah. Do you so, have any closing remarks? No, I think it's good. We we kind of played that funnier and did a speed round. We've been trying to get these podcasts a little bit shorter. Streamlined, yeah. Streamlined. Um, so that you can just kind of pump through them and have a good time. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed that. If you have any more questions, um, let us know. Maybe we'll do some eventually if it... The Bible study kind of it warrants a lot of questions. We can maybe do some like bonus po- podcasts that um, dive really yeah. deeper into some of those things. Um, and uh, so we'll, we'll think about doing that. But anyways, okay, so we got a draft. Um, I won last week. Yeah, Ben. I'm won. on like a five street now. Thank you, everyone. <coughs> You're making me happy. Uh, man. 17-15 is the total score. Brett's still beating me, but we're within two, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it was like seventeen eleven at one point. Yeah, no, I was getting the brakes beat off me. You were just relentless and taking dubs for a little bit. Yeah, so he's coming back. He's within two, so we'll see what happens. We have a draft today that's very relevant to our lives. It is youth group activities or things to do with your youth group. So this is a little nostalgic oh, for us, yeah. like some of our favorite things we used to do with the youth group, and it could be today, some of the favorite things yeah, we like to do are... with our youth group now. And uh, so... With no further ado, we're speed running this too. Rock paper just for fun. We're gonna rock paper scissors. Just see who picks first. Okay. And then we're gonna go. Here we go. Ready? Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Literally oh, get lasered. I, I got, got the first pick. Here we go. All right. Uh, so camp is my first <laughs> pick. Okay. Brett Westfield picks camp. Yep. Does that encompass all aspects of camp? 
<laughs> no, it just it just encompasses going well, somewhere. Kind of. I mean, there's gotta, certain there's certain you can like pick yeah, specific yeah. camp games still. still. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. But the the overall camp experience, winter and summer. Yeah, driving to camp, going to camp. <clears throat> okay, checks out. Camp. So, um, there. Yeah, there's still some specifics you can draft, but it it does. You do have the broad. All of that, yeah. If that okay. makes sense. That checks out to me. So I'm gonna go with uh summer bonfires. That's on my list. <clears throat> You want specifically summer bonfires or beach bonfires? Or what Just, uh, beach bonfires. Okay. I mess with beach bonfires. We always have a great time doing that. Sadly, COVID kind of prevented us from doing yeah. that this year. But we did some beach more days, in the future. Which was fun. Yeah, we did. Okay, so uh, we did. I did camp. You did beach bonfires. I'm gonna do dodgeball. That's a classic. Had that on my list. And you jacked it. Dodgeball is always super fun with youth groups. I feel like every youth group ever has played dodgeball. 100%. That's something we got to do pretty soon here, I think. Yeah, Maybe I'll out really on dice the, you up on dodgeball. Out on the yard. See if we can... We could do that on Wednesday. Let's do it this Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, just throw out a line and play some dodgeball. Down, down, down. Okay, my second pick... I'm going with something that's a little hard to do nowadays for me, but all-nighters. That's a good pick. It was on my list. Lock-ins or all-nighters? Yeah, lock-ins, all-nighters, whatever you want to call it. But believe it or not, they're getting a little rough. I can't do it anymore, (laughs) straight up. They're getting a little rough. Cannot do it anymore. The last one we did was, what, two years ago for New Year's? Oh, yeah. It was coming up on two years, about a year and a half. Yeah, it was a year and a half. And... I slept for, I think, like 23 hours after that. Yeah. I was gone. Yeah. Literally, actually. I was just. I woke up to eat dinner on one of the days. Don't remember which day it was. Yeah. Literally same. Went back to sleep. And then went back to sleep. Yeah. But man, are they fun when you're in them. They're fun. Yeah. We like got done at 8 a.m. in the morning and I slept from 8 a.m. Like I said, I had like an hour or two break to eat dinner went back to bed and woke up the next morning at 8 a.m. So it was, gotta like, recoup. it was like 22, 23 hours. Of yeah. Sleep. So see what happened is we got done at 8 a.m. For me, I forced myself like an absolute imbecile to stay awake until like 3 p.m. I made it from like 8 a.m. two days ago to 3 p.m. Like, like two days later, I was up for yeah. like 40 hours or something. Then I slept and I woke up. Like It was like three in the morning on another day. And I was like, literally, what year is it? Yeah. Has New Year's happened? Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. But it's all it was fun. <clears throat> Your pick, boss. That is crazy and facts. Okay, uh, I'm going to do mission strips. That is a banger. I came to play today. Okay. Yeah, you did. You got to beat my lose. streak here. Mission trips are always fun. They're impactful. They are kind of a similar camp experience, but with um, some grind to them. They're tough, and yeah. you got to push through some stuff. And uh, <clears throat> my senior year, we did a really good, a great mission trip, and it was kind of a local mission trip, not super local, but um, we went to like kind of central. California and help some of the rougher neighborhoods there. 
And we also ministered to like the Sikh community, which is a small community of uh, people of mostly Middle Eastern descent, and they get mistaken a lot for um, uh, for Muslims or Muslims. Um, and but it's a totally different religion. And uh, but there's like Sikh temples. I think it's spelled S I H K or S I K H, something like that. And uh, anyway, so we ministered to those people, and then um, to some of these like poorer neighborhoods. And uh, it was really impactful, really fun. And then we just like every night had like a little service with the, like kind of each other and prayed, and it was a great time. Mission trips are the bomb. Yeah, get literally lasered. Um, I'm gonna go with. Can I pick youth parties as like a broad? Or do I have to pick an individual one? Um. Because I'm talking like holiday parties. Like yeah, that's used. fine. I had holiday parties on my list. Okay, then I'll just take that. Unless you can just do parties. Because I'm just thinking we had like the throwback party. That wasn't like a holiday party. Yeah. But that party was literally hype. So. Parties it is. There you go. Give it to you. That, that, that party was sick. That party was awesome. That's one thing I will say. Echo Youth knows how to put literally, on a good party. Yeah, we do. Like every time without fail. Yeah. Our parties. Literally we, anybody, ha- we haven't had one dud party th- yet. No, never. Christmas parties be me. go off. No. Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving goes off. Halloween <sighs> parties so stank, are bro. hype. Uh, and then we usually have some other party outside of that. So we usually have like four or five parties a year. Yeah. And then we had did a New Year's retreat this last year, which was hype. Yeah, so, that was literally gangster. That's sick. We're trying to figure out how to manage that this year that this year yeah something (laughs) all right you're up all right i'm gonna pick pranks dude i had that too also Um, i'm gonna this goes out to all the students pastor brett has not been pranked yet and it's kind of sad yeah I, I understand this year it hasn't really been doable <laughs> due to circumstance. I've, I've, been, I've been looking out. HMU and we will prank this homie. <laughs> um, youth youth group pranks are the best. Pranking each other, pranking the pastor is always a thing. Yeah, um, you have to do it at least once to get jumped into the role. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of youth group pranks that we've done in the past. Um, your dad got pranked a lot. Yeah, that homie got used and abused being pranked. He got pranked. Our a house lot. got pranked a lot, so I got roped into it. Guess who cleaned them up? Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> my dad was like, Ben, Zach. That's the other thing. Prank my house? It's fine with me. Danielle might kill you, but but I'll be all right. Um, yeah. My dad's car got pranked like multiple times. Saran wrapped while filled with balloons. Yeah, that's great. Got, and then his office got moved. No, his got or, his entire office, every individual thing was saran wrapped. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Uh, guy, old youth pastor, a long time ago. His name's Tony. His entire office oh, got, he's got moved, moved downstairs into a entire different building of our church. <laughs> like they just hiked it down, like probably like forty stairs because yeah. there's two staircases and put it in a different room. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's wonderful. One time we pranked, uh, pranked. One time we pranked uh, Jeremy and Annabelle because they lived in this, which was youth pastors like a uh, few youth pastors Dude, ago. Yeah. And uh, probably six, seven years ago now. Yeah. Um, 
and they were the they lived like a couple houses down from the church um in one of the houses the church's own the church owned and they were out to dinner mm. and me and a couple of guys climbed up on their roof and then when they got home they're all like coming home from date night and they're yeah. all like Oh, thank you so much. That was so fun. I love you, right? And when, <laughs> and then we were laying on top of their roof, right above the door, like Let's when they were go. gonna walk into the door, and then like when they're pulling out their keys to unlock the door, we just like scared the, the absolute, absolute life snot out, out of them. them. Yeah, it was crazy. <gasps> I thought, yeah, that uh, it was really high. funny. Um, they probably thought they were about to get jumped, but <laughs> that's yeah. Like, TPing is something we always used to do, which now yeah. that I'm an adult, I feel bad because it's super annoying. It's so much work. Um, but pranks are good. Pranks are always good. Pranks I are I good. did I did realize I haven't done anything like shave my head or like dye something blue. I got to mm-hmm. do one of those things to like if we hit like a certain mark going to camp, you know, shave my legs or something like. Youth, yeah, youth pastors always do that. Yeah, you gotta get something going. Youth pastors do wild, weird things, but yeah, they you do. respect it. Um, so pranks. There's my pick. Yeah, What's pranks yours? is a good pick. Um, mine would be <clears throat> like uh, this is one that you. It might be a technicality because it involves camps, but it's just like the late night hangout time in the rooms. Does that count? It's like cabin time. Yeah. No, it's fine. Okay, it's cool. one of my picks. Cool, cool. So it go that it also it includes like your actual cabin time, like your Bible time, like post service recap, because that's always fun no matter what. But then it also encompasses just getting absolutely rowdy at camp until five in the yeah, morning. And then cabin time and late night shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one where pranks come in, pranking people at camp is comedy but you have that one yeah that's actually gangster so we pranked the absolute life out of these girls my first ever summer camp which is (laughs) actually no second ever it was my freshman year of high school i went to one in middle school uh before but i grew up in vegas so we didn't do a lot of like winter or summer camps because it's either freezing or yeah yeah so um, but anyway, so we did like conferences and stuff because it was inside the air conditioning and lock-ins every once in a while. Um, but anywho, uh, we, yeah, we pranked this cabin. Um, and so we were at Sugar Pine, which is a, a camp up by kind of Yosemite. And um, the they weren't like big like lodge cabins. Mm-hmm. They were like individual cabins, like small, like okay. like not much bigger than this room, okay. um, which for you listening, it's like you a have no clue what's happening, but relative like 10 feet by 20 or 30, maybe. Um, so it's just like two rows of bunk beds on each side of the room in a, yeah, like a bunkhouse, a little bunkhouse. Um, so they're little cabins. And so we, uh, saran wrapped and teepeed, uh, a girl cabin shut like all the way around. Oh my gosh. It was gangster. That's literally hype. Like, and they, it fe- I kept felt like we felt kind of bad cause they freaked just, out in the morning they, cause they couldn't open the door. Yeah. You locked them in there. We locked them in their, in their cabin. It was awesome. How'd they get out? Somebody probably had to just cut them out. Oh, come yeah, on one, boys. One, yeah. One yeah. of the, uh, like camp workers cut them out. Not saying that this is at all. Um, <laughs> don't ever do that. Okay. 
wink yeah. wink right yeah, but wink, wink. <laughs> but uh but also it's that's pretty a golden prank that's pretty high pretty class fun. and it was it was like snow like 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 two feet of snow yeah, she's just too. hiking around in snow, just at night, just saran wrapping their tent. <laughs> That's pretty hype, actually. That's pretty gay, sure. Yeah. It was sweet. Oh. And then, uh, camp prank, man, camp pranks are the best. You'd like steal kids' flip flops when they're in the shower. And because at Sugar Pine, it's not like Pinecrest, the shower is outside. You leave the cabin Bruh. and you hike like a quarter mile to a bathroom like a bathroom shower like if you went to the beach like an outdoor bathroom like that but there's showers in it okay so you hike over there to it's just the boys bathroom you go in there and that's where you take a shower brush your teeth go to the restroom Mm -hmm. so even at night if you have to go to the bathroom you gotta get up you gotta hike hike. all the way there yeah so uh so yeah we would like take kids like flip-flops and stuff while they're like showering (laughs) nice (laughs) and then they'd have to walk back in the snow barefoot (laughs) yeah like with their feet wet Oh, that's, that's a wreck. actually terrible. It's literally frostbite. <laughs> it's literally bullying. I feel bad. Um, but we would do it to like friends and stuff. We wouldn't do it to random people. That'd be rude. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. There was a couple other things we did. Oh, um, my brother got pranked out of his mind one time. My first ever Rip. camp. I was in middle school and he was in high school. And I looked up to my brother. I thought he was cool. And then he got the snot pranked out of him. And I thought he was a punk for the rest of his life. <laughs> because these dudes filled... He had like high, like snow boots. Yeah. They filled both of his boots to the brim with toothpaste. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like that's not even a prank. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> so the homie homie gets up in the morning and not even looking and goes boots. <laughs> into the toothpaste. That's actually nasty. <laughs> Imagine having to clean that out. Because now you gotta just basically soak down your boots and they're wet. <laughs> and then they're wet like all day in the snow. Two or three days. Yeah, because it's in the snow. They don't dry off quick. Bruh. Yeah, it's terrible. Poor Evan got absolutely lasered. <laughs> Sorry, you got me on a tangent with, with pranks. Dude, pranks are good. Your pick. <laughs> pranks are funny. Oh, it's my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. I'm down to just a couple picks. Is this, this our last is, pick, or are we going to go five? Isn't this Or six. Five? This is five. Are we going to go six, or this uh, is the last it's one? It's up to you how many you have. I could go more. We could just... If you don't have very many, we well, can just go five. Let's just go five, because one of mine's beach day, and... Yeah, I kind of locked that down That's because it's beach bonfire. You already said that. Yeah, just go one more, then. So I'm so not going to do fives. beach day, and then... Um, okay, I'm going to do summer internships. Okay. So I don't know if you've ever done those. We're going to do some for Echo coming up here next Hopefully summer. Hopefully can. Um, but summer internship's cool. You spend like a month, month and a half of your summer going like uh, meeting with like youth leaders, student leaders for like three days a week. And you just do everything do, youth do ministry. ministry. Yeah. The kids preach. The kids come up with the games. The kids lead the worship. It's actually hype. And it's really fun. Yeah, that's gangster. I did it in high school. Well, I did it in junior high in Vegas. And I did it in high school in Visalia. And it was super fun. And it was really impactful. And you just like get creative and helps with ministry development. All that kind of stuff. And it's just kind of, it's kind of a similar like camp 
kind yeah, of vibe seal. where you're just with the same people for a, a long period of time. Yeah, that's gangster. So summer internships is my that last pick. That sounds awesome. Okay. Then my last pick. Oh, I'll say some honorable mentions real quick. So I'm not going to pick this, but I literally wrote down on here causing mayhem around the church. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> because true. Because that's just what happens in youth ministry. <laughs> or getting stuff blamed on you around the church that you didn't even do. <laughs> yeah. And then you just take it. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it out of our youth budget. Yeah, for sure. Which doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, that also checks out. Just kidding. We actually have a good uh, budget for youth. Then, we are blessed. Oh, yeah, we are. I had another one, which was just going out to eat with the with the squad. Oh, that's like a that's like a tradition for most youth groups. Like yeah. post-service in and out. That's a big one for West Coast churches. Yeah. Every, every youth group I've been on. Yeah, you have to do that. In the West Coast. Vegas, Visalia, here. Every... Uh, so the past, since I was in junior high, every youth group I've been a part of, it's the you same thing. You go out to in and out afterwards. It's yep. wild. Um, but when I first got here, it was like Denny's. We, we used to do that every week. Yeah, before week. they literally demolished it. Yeah. It feels bad. Just for um, a freeway entrance. But yeah, no, yeah. we'd go to Denny's every single week. The homies knew, knew like South Coast would be here. They knew the orders. Yeah, they knew your orders. They had your drinks already on the table. That place was epic. Yeah, it was tight. The homie Alex was our waiter every post service week. Din- uh, post-service meals are underrated. That, that, that would have been a good pick. Yeah, that's not my pick, but that's a heater of a pick. I am going to pick um, like car rides to camps. That's my pick. I'm just going to say road trips. Yeah, that's fine. That's basically what I mean. Those are great. Dude, I literally... I don't know about, so for me, coming full circle, um, that was always like my favorite thing was just like vibing with a group of your friends in the car for like a few hours, just yeah. listen to random music. And then it, it came full circle. Like this last year, Brett had me drive to a few things and I was like, this is literally gangster. <laughs> I literally went from like just being the person in the car to driving the car. So it was pretty awesome. That just holds sentimental value to me. I like it. It's cool. It's cool to hear that perspective because I mean I don't think about those things. You know, I'm just like yeah, you're just you need lo- to drive. Just go ahead. You need to drive. We need yeah. to get these kids there. It's, it's cool. It's cool to yeah to see how those types of things impact you. It's cool. Um, no, those those are always great. And uh, and trust me, if we didn't hit your favorite thing, we everything is literally fun. Yeah, it's hard to narrow it down in the. Those those five minutes those, we like, think about it. Those road trips have some wild stories too, dude. I constantly. almost picked that as a thing that was on my list of like, uh, like uh, youth group bloopers. Yeah, was gonna be my pick, but I don't know if I can explain it well enough. No, that, but like kids yeah. throwing up at camp, or like getting motion sick on the way up, dude, or one time. like eating like yeah. e- eating it in a game and like like falling into Just the drywall yourself. at the church and yeah. like popping a hole. <laughs> that happened yeah. to us one time yeah. when. Uh, Oh, well, that actually happened here, but that was a purposeful thing. And then, yeah, uh, like someone punched a hole through the wall. That and then, check out. <laughs> um, but no, when I was in junior high, we were playing dodgeball, I think, in the sanctuary, Bruh. which was wild because we didn't have like a youth room. Yeah, at the church I was at, we just used the sanctuary. But the sanctuary is big; like it sees like eight hundred people, and but like like low ceilings, kind of stacked in there. If that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Uh, that 800 was max. It's like usually it's about 600 people, but we'd 
put all the chairs up and play dodgeball. And this kid, yeah, just head first into the wall, just <laughs> freaking <rip. laughs> straight through the dry hole, dry wall. It was it was tough living. Um, that's wild. But that's what happens a lot on these road trips, like you're talking about. There's a lot yeah, of stuff just happens. Some ki- you give some kid the aux cord, and you're like, "Who raised you?" Right? Like some of the music they're yeah, playing. You you're like, just, "Okay, hey, I'm gonna right, take that yeah. now, boss." It's like the kid that just applied for the student leadership program. <laughs> it's just absolutely turning yeah, up to like, like gangsta rap. And yeah. Like, Yo, or Joe. just like indie rock that like just throws out f bombs every other word, and you're like, "Dude, seriously?" <laughs> yeah. But it is good for the story. It's funny. Um, or like, yeah, youth group bloopers. Like, okay, we went to this conference, this one night conference that my old youth pastor put his church put on. Yeah, and they hired a DJ, and the DJ was playing the worst music ever. Yeah, that poor it was guy. like super like like adult music, like not Christian music at all. And we were no. like, what? He was like is a going DJ on? of a nightclub. <laughs> yeah, we we're like, seriously, what? What is? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, like, youth group bloopers are really funny. That was one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. Gaga uh, ball or Gaga Gaga. Gaga Gaga, dude. Um, that's we, we call classic. it Gaga around here, but I've heard a lot of people call it Gaga ball. Gaga ball a lot, yeah. So that's a classic, but it's so close to dodgeball, I didn't pick it. Yeah. And it's more niche. Yeah. Like, I don't know. A lot of people have played it, and it's a big but game, a lot of but don't not know compared it. to dodgeball. Um, fundraisers was another one. Like, getting rowdy at fundraisers. Yeah, dude. That gets <laughs> um, fun. Those are fun, and then I had like conference and convention, but I thought it was too close I have to camps. Both those, yeah, and then yard games. Yeah, that's a literal classic. We've been busting out yard games a lot. All right, so uh, we did speed round, but we're not too far off. From it's our normal probably time. normal. <laughs> um, if I go really quick right now, we'll finish it. Okay, so teams are uh, I picked camp. Um, dodgeball, mission trips, pranks, and summer internship. And Ben picked beach bonfires, all nighters, parties, cabin time, or like late night shenanigans and road trips. Um, yeah, so that's our draft picks. Hopefully, hopefully that resonates with you. You pick your favorite team on Instagram at Echo Youth SCC on the story. You're her. coming up on uh, Monday, uh, September fourteenth. I promise that's right. That checks out. 14th. And uh, yeah, it should be gangster. So uh, episode 35 in the books. Thank you so much. I'm Brett. And I'm Ben. And cue the outro. Outro.